good afternoon, good morning, good night, good evening. Wherever you're listening to this, this is Rihanna from Plan Wholesome Empowerment Group. And you are tapped into the Speak Your Mind podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Um, And this one, um, this one's more of a thought than a a concept, but I want to get your thoughts on this, I think. And so for the last, say, 10 days, I've been engaging in an affirmation exercise where every morning I listen to a recording of I am affirmations as we know I am's the two most powerful words in the universe where you can ignite and elicit any types of thoughts and feelings because only you can say I am for you so I've been engaging in this exercise for about eight days now and I'm feeling the benefits I see the benefits absolutely I'm feeling more confident more comfortable saying the I am's um, and something that I've noticed is that more and more that I say that I am, I'm paying attention rather than just actually saying them, I'm paying attention to what I'm saying. And something that I noticed was a feeling that I felt when I said a particular I am statement. And I'm going to go through the ones before and the ones after because I, I feel like I, I remember it. So the one that that um, I had a little bit difficulty with was I am a wonderful daughter, okay? The one that came before it was I am a loving friend, family member, wife, girlfriend, um, and mother. Yeah, that, that was the, the one before it. And then it goes on to I am a wonderful daughter. And then it goes on to I am a loyal friend, yeah? Now, the I am a wonderful daughter, I didn't realise it until, I think about two days ago. Despite saying these statements for the last eight days, saying every single statement, either out loud or in my head, um, I didn't realise that I wasn't consciously paying attention to that. It's like it would breeze over me. And something that I've I've been doing more and more is trying to be attentive to how things make me feel, um, particularly when I'm saying them in the moment, what kind of bodily reactions I get. Even if it's a slight flinch in my finger, what does that mean? <laughs> so I think it was yesterday, I was sitting on my bed in the morning saying my I am statements and this statement came up and I smiled as I said it. I said, I am a wonderful daughter. Even now I'm saying it, I'm smiling. Because anyone that knows me, I've spoken about um, the loss of my mum and the absence of my father um, during this podcast. And yeah, I will be talking a lot more about how that had impacted me um, as a a growing woman. But um, I think... And this is a reflection. I think part of the reason why I found it so difficult is because a lot of the time my dad used to ridicule me. He used to say a lot of negative things to me and about me. And he would see it as that's his method of affection or that's his way of trying to improve me. Um, And I found it very difficult to understand that that's 
just the way he is. I always thought that me as the daughter has done something wrong or that I, I'm not the daughter that he wanted or I'm not good enough to be his daughter, you know? And I think my uncomfortability with that statement has been a lot to do with the way how I was raised. So anyone that has grown up in a Caribbean household, I'm sure they've heard of this saying, children are to be seen and not heard. I've spoke about this in a previous episode too. Um, but also the whole thing of if you, if you don't hear, you'll feel. All these kind of trivial sayings that Caribbean parents say. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that accounts for love. That accounts for survival. It doesn't account for love. And I only ever had my dad's dad's parental gauge of love because my mum passed away. And my stepmom didn't really show me the same kind of love and affection that she showed her, her biological children, which is understandable now, given that I'm older. But when you're a 10 year old child, you just start thinking, why am I being treated differently? Why is this any different for me, you know? So I think a lot of this realization has come about my uncomfortability of even saying that I'm a wonderful daughter it goes against everything that I've been taught and it has been ingrained in myself and I find that so so bizarre because I along this journey I've had to really understand that the way how my dad is and compared to the way how I am we're very different and the way how I parent my son is very different too um, the thing that I, I found difficult to accept was the fact he didn't see me as a person. He just saw me as a possession. And that's not how I'm trying to treat or raise my son at all. He is a person before anything. Yeah? He is a person before anything. Now, I was in a Facebook group um, and someone had commented on a picture. So there was a picture that was posted by a parent. Um, their daughter had been doing some some social media interaction. They were trying to portray themselves as older than they were. And the parent decided to dress them up um, as, as the child that they are. The child was 10, she was trying to portray herself as like 14, 16, and even 18. Um, and the child, the parent dressed them up and took pictures of them, posted it on Facebook. Now, I don't agree with the fact that the child, obviously, they've, they've done wrong. I understand that. They shouldn't be, they shouldn't be engaging in certain platforms and portraying themselves as older. And at that aspect of it, I totally agree with. The aspect I don't agree with is the intentional humiliation. And I think that even down to sharing it on Facebook for other people to then give input and ridicule and laugh. Like, this is something that's permanent. That's that's the internet. Yeah, you can't, even if you delete the picture, it's been shared and it's been shared and it's been commented, it's been shared. Even in this podcast, I'm talking about it. So it's been, even though it's not been visually shared, it's being shared. Now this child, I don't know who they are, don't know where they, they are, but there's comments about oh children are to be children and again I'm that's not that is not the focus of this it's the intentional humiliation 
and the, the, the trauma that's going to be brought about from that. Now, people may find it funny, and I, for one, have been subjected to intentional humiliation. And that's why it's a thing of, I had to question whether it was me that's the problem or whether it was the situation that was the problem or whether it was my dad that was the problem. I can't place blame on anyone. It's down to me to understand each and every side of things. That's my responsibility as an adult now to understand. However, back then it was my dad's responsibility to understand all sides of the coin too. Yeah, now I know he's only dealt, he's only parenting with the cards he's been dealt with, but at the same time, now I know better, I do better. And I would never subject my child to intentional humiliation or making them feel less than loved because I know what it's like or less than or having to prove their worth to me as a parent. And that's what I always felt I was doing with my parents, or with my dad and with my stepmom. And given the fact that I was the youngest out of five siblings, I felt that there was somewhat of a lost cause mentality because so many different things had happened with my siblings. Um, it was just like, oh, well, she's a lost cause anyway. We'll just give her what, like, what we can, even though she's the baby. But again, I can't fault my parents because that, that they had to work, they had to do what they needed to do to survive. But again, it's a survival mentality. And I think looking looking at how I parent my son compared to how I've been parented, you see, you try and do like a... Unless you was reared very, very well, you try and give the polar opposite to what you was offered. But you're still trying to ingrain some principles of, you know, respect, culture, values, those kind of things. But if you don't know... <laughs> if you don't know about respect, culture and values from where you've come from, you have to create your own. So when I'm going through these I am statements, I've decided to myself that I'm going to be happy with the daughter that I've turned out to be. Even if he doesn't appreciate me, and we don't talk anymore. I've not spoken to my dad sincerely since 2012. We are now 2020. Yeah, so that's a good eight years. Um, He's got a lot of narcissistic tendencies where I'm not going to go into it in this episode, but we'll go, we're, we're going to have episodes on narcissism and how to spot the signs. But um, yeah, he's got a lot of narcissistic tendencies where he will try to intentionally manipulate the situation to get a rise out of me. Yeah, whether it's intentional or not, he tries to get a rise out of me by phoning my sisters to badmouth me or whatever it may be coming round to drop off presents for my nieces and nephews but nothing for my son <laughs> not knocking on my door to say hello running off and you know, stuff like that and I kid you not <laughs> I kid you not this is what my dad does so and even even down to my partner where my partner's never met him but from the things that I've told him he's already said that there's such a disparity from what he's heard from me and my sisters I was treat. There was differential treatment to me, negative dis differential treatment. But I've tried to over the years unpick and unpack how I can develop myself as an individual because I know a lot of my parental wounds has come from the endured 
enjoyed contact, communication and involvement of my dad that hasn't always been positive but I've had to take it as a reflection of parenting overall where I don't have that sounding board of a, a, an invested mother to kind of bounce ideas back off of. Like I said, I have a stepmom, but she wasn't as invested in me as she was for her children. Um, it's like she she was there because she had to be, because she was married to my dad. She didn't see me as, as her daughter. That's how I feel. Whether she feels that that's different, then that's down to her to evaluate. But my evaluation from the situation was she looked after me. She wasn't a mother to me. And that's fine, because no one can ever replace a mother, but acts like you want to try, you know? Um, so I think from this, my reflections are quite plain and simple, where I, I've had to learn that my understanding of what great and good is, is down to me. And my understanding of what parenting is, is down to me and my understanding of what a daughter is or a child is is down to me and how I want to apply it in my life and, my, and within my own family home um, and a lot of the parental wounds that I'm, I'm dealing with I write through music as my healing whether it's music or poetry or just writing in general to get my thoughts out I do a lot of journaling as well so a lot of a lot of those wounds are exposed to me through through the power of writing um so i want to share a little song that i wrote about my dad and our relationship <clears throat> i don't know if i want to sing it <laughs> but um i'm trying to open it up on my phone it's not opening. Okay, what I'm going to do, I'm going to read it. Oh, here it is. So, this song is called Build Me Up. And the reason why it's called Build Me Up is because I wrote this... Ooh, I wrote this a while ago, actually. I wrote this in 2015. And this was when I was going through a bit of a, a turbulent relationship breakup as well. But um, I think just a lot was coming to the surface and I had to kind of navigate myself through it all. Um, so writing became my outlet and my therapy more so then than any other time in my life. And I'm gonna share it with you. I'm gonna do acapella. Go on, let's let's do a little bit of acapella. <coughs> Where was you when I told myself I couldn't do it? When I became a mom, a worker, and a student, I felt you made it harder for me. You couldn't sustain our family. Where was you? Yearned for you on the important days. You was in your bubble, mad, cold, stuck in your ways. Decided to cut us out of your life. I guess at that time you felt it was right. That broke my confidence. You told me I was wrong. 
Question my offspring competence Cause every man I met I rejected their genuine compliments You was meant to build me up Instead you tore me down Now you're out my life Eventually I rebuilt my crown you was meant to build me up Instead you tore me down Now you're out my life Eventually I rebuilt my crown I rebuilt my crown I rebuilt my crown My crown where was you? I texted on the odd occasion Back to the days when we had some communication Trying to rebuild what was destroyed But instead, I got ignored Where was you? I never got a reply Thought you had changed, well that was a lie If that day comes I can say I tried to give you a chance to be in our lives. That broke my confidence. You told me I was wrong. Question my offspring competence. Cause every man I met, I rejected their genuine compliments. You was meant to build me up. Instead, you tore me down. Now you're out my life Eventually I rebuilt my crown You was meant to build me up Instead you tore me down Now you're out my life Eventually I rebuilt my crown I rebuilt my crown I rebuilt my crown, my crown. And then the bridge. Let the past be the past. Let the past be the past. It would not haunt me. I was a daddy's girl. You took that away from me. No explanation, no substance. That price was not for free. But you're in your feelings now. I will leave you be. And it goes into the chorus. You was meant to build me up. Instead you tore me down. Now you're out my life. Eventually I rebuilt my crown. You was meant to build me up. Instead you tore me down. Now you're out my life. Eventually I rebuilt my crown. I rebuilt my crown. That was hard for me to sing, in all honesty. One, acapella, I don't, I don't like singing acapella, but two, because I know it's going to be heard by the podcast, but three, because listening to it, it shows where I was at and where I've been at, in all honesty. It was a little bit off-key as well, but hey-ho. <laughs> it will be released soon, so you'll hear the proper recorded version. Well, it's all mixed and mastered, but... um. Yeah, that that song had to come out of me because there's there's a way to heal in my in my way to heal for me 
and my dad and my, my parents meant to be my first reference of worth and my first reference of love and I don't feel that that was given to me it wasn't afforded to me it was conditional um, so yeah that's my reflections on this I'm gonna take a moment and even just soak in I'm gonna listen back to this and soak in because all I can say is I am thankful for what has been given to me because it allows me to know what's been missing for me to build it myself and provide these tools to my child too. I don't ever want him to feel like he's less than or worthy of less. And I want him to be able to proudly say it with his chest that he is a wonderful son because he is. And I tell him all the time, I don't ever want him to feel that he is less than that. So parents, anyone that has parent, uh, anyone that has children or anyone that's involved with children, if you're an auntie, if you're an uncle, if you're an older cousin, even if you're a mentor, a, a, a godmother, a godfather, if you've got children in your life, make them know their worth, make them know their greatness, make them know their superpower. It is so important, so, so, so important that they hear it, that they believe it, they know it, because we are not trying to raise broken children, we're trying to raise amazing children. This is this is the product of being broken as a child, is <laughs> me trying to heal myself, and you guys are hearing my journey. You guys are hearing my journey. I'm, I'm, rep- I'm a repairing adult, let's say that. I'm not broken, because I refuse to say that now. I was a broken child, and I'm growing into a repairing adult. That might be the episode name. (laughs) I'm a repairing adult. Um, But yeah, I'm going to wrap it up there. Uh, This is Rihanna from Plan House and Empowerment Group. Make sure you listen to this podcast and share with your friends, with your family. Even let your children hear it. The children in your life, because I think they'll appreciate where I'm coming from if you've had a bit of a turbulent relationship with them. And this is why I'm part of the Parenthood Academy as well, because we all need tools to survive and thrive in this thing that we call life. And so the Parenthood Academy allows you to basically share ideas, thoughts, feelings, situations. And it's like a sounding board group, support group. You can get advice, encouragement and tips. It's a village of parents that support each other on this parenting journey because we can't we can't thrive in isolation and so that's why I'm part of it as much as I'm I'm supporting others I need support too no doubt about that no doubt about that so this is one of the tools that I'm providing to you as a parenting experience I really hope that you use it and share it even if it's not for you someone else may May res- it may resonate with someone else okay so if you're ever finding things difficult um, what I have been developing is a parenting program where it um, allows for you to explore your current parenting behaviours and techniques but also learn to adopt healthier 
ways of parenting as well. Now, I'm not saying I know all the answers, but my job is to help you see different perspectives. Um, if you're interested in any of the parenting information or if you want to get in touch with me to find out more information, please feel free to get hold of me. The info is in the bio. Um, yeah, the info is in the bio. You can email me at info info at planweg.org.uk and visit the website as well there's a little bit of information um, about the parenting program there um, I, I aim it at young parents because my experience as a young parent was and is developing um, but also just providing some lessons of what I've learned along the way um, it also provides you with an understanding of how you've been parented and understanding how you can navigate those emotions and conversations with your parent um, if they're still in your life to provide weight to how you parent as well okay so like I said if you're interested feel free to get in touch I'm more than happy to work with you on this or direct you and stand post you to some services if you need that deeper support okay and so this is Rihanna from Plan Wholesome Empowerment Plan Wholesome Empowerment Group. This is the Speak Your Mind podcast. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. And all I can say is build your children. Build your children so when they become adults, they are resilient beings. Okay? Resiliency is key. We're trying to build resilience from within. That's the aim here. So have a beautiful day. I love you. If no one has ever told you that, I love you. And I love the fact that you're trying to be here to learn. Take care. Blessings of light and love.